Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And normally, we find someone of interest to talk about it with, but today is a special day. I am taking you on a Star Wars adventure. It is a Steel Wars blog pod, and we are going to Sydney to cover the Harrison Ford fan event to promote the Force Awakens at the Sydney Opera House in the world-famous Sydney Harbour. Sydney Harbour Bridge, kangaroos, meat pies, all that good stuff that you've seen on Crocodile Dundee and other stuff. I don't know. But I'm in my car. I am driving to the airport. I'm in Melbourne. It is 1.25pm. It's very exciting. I will be covering uh, the red carpet for uh, Network 10's Studio 10 program and I am stuck in traffic. I'm not sure what's happened, but I am I am stuck. This is brutal. <laughs> a bit of nervousness. Yeah, we've got a lot of really exciting things going down tonight. We're going to uh, my friend uh, Angus, who you would have remembered from previous episodes, and uh, Levens. They do the HeyFam podcast, and they're doing a Star Wars trivia night tonight, so we're going to go get on the mic there and muck about, and uh, then a huge day tomorrow. Um, I'll be in at the Studio 10 studio uh, doing something Star Wars related, and then we'll be uh, heading out to the Opera House to, who knows, maybe get to ask Harrison Ford a question. And then, I don't even know what this fan event's going to be, but I'm a fan, and I love an event! So, um, right now I am on the way to the airport going to pick up some uh, Steel Wars uh, commemorative tees for next uh, week's uh, big premiere event. We're having the midnight premiere, then a live podcast straight after it, uh, 2.30 in the morning, and that'll go up uh, Thursday morning, the 17th, and could well be, well, it will definitely be one of the first ever podcast reviewing The Force Awakens. That's very exciting, especially because of the time difference in America. Uh, We uh, will probably get our episode out before many of our friends have even seen the film. So um, we're in for a huge week and uh, a great uh, couple of days in Sydney living that Star Wars life. Now to get through this traffic. You would not believe this. I've been sitting in the same place for like 15 minutes on this street, on this road. Like it's Punt Road. If you're in Melbourne, you would know. But this is, this is sinisterly bad from how it is normally. So I have done a U-turn and I'm going down the toll road. And um, let's hope that's an easier way. I've got to get to these t-shirts. 
shirts before I get on the plane. This is brutal. <laughs> Come on, the force is meant to be with me. <laughs> All right, you guys, I've got the t-shirts. I'm on the freeway. I'm 20 minutes from the airport and the plane doesn't leave for an hour and 20 minutes. So I've got plenty of time to check in. It was, that was quite the traffic snarl. Um, but the t-shirts look sick. The Luke Skywalker Have You Seen Him t-shirt with a little commemorative thing down the bottom. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I've just been on these uh, conference calls with people at Channel 10 trying to work out exactly what's happening tomorrow. And... Uh, it's just heady show business business. But uh, I've got I've got the Waze app. Wait there, I'm going to show you this. In 800 meters, exit left, master. <laughs> I've set it to... Um, In 400 meters, exit left, master. I've set it to go home, and I'm going the wrong way. So I wonder, I wonder if you'll get mad at me once I don't take the turn. Exit left, master. Yeah, yeah. In 800 meters, turn right, master. Oh, he's gonna be bombed. He's gonna be bombed. In 400 meters, turn right, master. Oh, but I didn't take that turn. Wait till you work it out. You're gonna be so pissed off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's now not talking to me. He's not going to give me directions anymore. He's cracked it. He's cracked it. <laughs> In one kilometer, exit left, master. Oh, okay. He sucked it up. All right, you guys. We are now in Sydney. We've uh, had a sweet plane ride and I was talking to someone on the phone and I mentioned I was up in Sydney for a Star Wars event and two lovely young ladies' heads just darted directly around, much like I would do if I heard the word Star Wars mentioned. And we're with... Beck and Jess. And you guys won tickets to the VIP thing. Yeah, well, actually I did and I just decided she could come with me. So. Yeah, she's being very generous with this. You guys, I, I have to paint a picture here. <laughs> So, Beck is kind of taller, with blonde hair. Wonder and she, when Christy liked her hair. Well, I'm, not, I'm going for a different, more offensive metaphor. <laughs> and you've got a little blue denim jacket on. You're boasting. You're being humble. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That sums us up. So, you entered the thing and... You amazingly won tickets, which is very cool. Yeah, I never win anything. I just saw it on Facebook, thought I'd click the link, entered my details, and then suddenly an email from Disney appeared in my inbox, and I kind of cried a little bit. <laughs> We've all cried a little bit this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty pretty accurate way of summing it up. Now, um, one thing that we haven't revealed, probably by the time this podcast is up, people will know, but uh, special people like ourselves are seeing eight minutes of The Force Awakens 
on IMAX tomorrow. How excited are you? I'm probably going to die. Like, I just kind of shake when I think about it. And when I got the email explaining about the NDA and, like, full cloaking, I was like, I can't believe this is really happening. And Disney are going to show me a bit of the movie that no one else has seen. And, yeah. It really hasn't sunk in yet. I think once we actually watch it, it will. And there's probably going to be a bit of, like, flailing and freaking out during this thing, before the thing, after the thing. Just everything in general. There'll be lots of freaking out. What, what would you do if they just went, ah, oh, we'll just show you the whole thing? I I don't think I could breathe. I'd probably, my heart would just probably stop. And I, they said, we're going to show you the whole movie. I'd probably just start crying. Because I'm going to cry when I see it. So I might as well just cry earlier than cry in a week. So either way it works. Because I'm in a really weird position uh, on, the, on the fringes of show business and uh, doing the podcast. I, I, I'm hosting a premiere at Knox at midnight oh, cool. and then we're doing at 3 in the morning, we're doing a, uh, a live podcast in the, bo- in the bar next door reviewing the film but I've got preview tickets to go to the premiere in Melbourne at 7pm that night. And so I'm going to go, I'm interested to know what you think about this, because I don't think you'd have the patience. I'm going to the event, because there's a big event beforehand, I'm going to try to get some interviews, and then when everyone goes into the movie, I'm going, I'm leaving. <gasps> no way. But you can see it before everyone else. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you go in? Because I'm going to be in a cinema with 800 fans, uh, and they're going to be screaming. I'll and. You go to midnight premiere, you give me tickets to your thing. It's all good. She will do it. Do she it. will do it. I have no doubt that she will do it. <laughs> if you wouldn't. Um, and are you excited about seeing Harrison Ford? Beyond words excited. Like, he's the one actor that everyone wants to see because he's so elusive. And to have him come out and be behind all this, like, showing up at Comic-Con, being a really good sport at interviews, it's just been really nice to have him not be the grouchy old man and kind of give back to us and to see him is just going to be has it been fun how playful he's been it has been really fun and slightly kind of concerning it's like are you okay (laughs) did you injure yourself and have you forgotten what you're usually like when it comes to press tours (laughs) it's only one the only problem is they haven't put him and Carrie together much and that's what we need so well when we got to see them kiss at comic con (laughs) it was like I was there may have been something in my eye at that time yeah I was um, watching it live and blogging with a friend in France and we both just kind of melted down into keyboard mashing we couldn't really believe it because yeah well, that was, of them are just so good together that was one of the highlights of my year because you know we did a, like a 36 hour camp out not knowing he was going to be there but yeah. just with uh, we believe he'll come he'll come and when he came out it was just it was just magic yeah I could imagine the atmosphere in that room would have just been insane like even just seeing what people were like online and yeah it was so yeah to have him come here like to have him come all this way and actually care and commit to a fan event thanks Harrison thanks (laughs) (laughs) enjoy your probably eight figure check that you're going to be getting yeah very large amount that he probably got in the mail but oh well he's here we we got confirmation that he arrived yesterday so we definitely know he didn't back out (laughs) well uh enjoy the fan event you guys thank you yep we definitely will enjoy the force awakens i'll probably see you tomorrow probably yeah we'll see you then cheers (laughs) thanks so much you guys no worries i can't believe you're not going to the early all right you guys i don't know what time it is but i'm in a car it's 6 20 just got picked up 
at the airport. I think it's the first time I've ever been picked up at Sydney Airport. It's very exciting. And I'm with my good buddy, Kyron Wheatley. How are you, Kyron? I'm very good. Very, very good still, because now you're here. Ah, oh, this is pathetic. <laughs> and uh, Kyron hosts every show on Triple J around <laughs> Australia when someone's sprained a finger. Yep. I, um, I spend my spare time putting up uh, holidays to Hawaii posters and uh, just lacing... Uh, coffee cups with poison to try and encourage people to go away or be sick. Very. <laughs> and listeners would know, I did uh, on the feed, there was a, a little media clip with me and Kyron talking, and uh, we'll be talking some more as we get closer to The Force Awakens on the transistor. And uh, are, you, uh, you, are you going down tomorrow to see uh, Mr. Ford? I am. Of course I am. Um... I'm, I'm pretty excited. I just I, I read their email about what's happening, and it seems like it is going to be a fairly drawn out affair. It does <laughs> it does seem. I saw something involving. Cardboard. You're talking to someone that waited 36 <laughs> hours to see Harrison Ford. All right. <laughs> I had to see two bloody Walking Dead panels, a show I've never seen before. So don't talk to me about drawing stuff out. Little mister, I just applied for a ticket and got sent one. <laughs> I guess it's free, so I can put up with the Google Cardboard or whatever it is that they're trying to sell us beforehand. Are they giving them away? I actually want one of those, because apparently you can put it on your phone and walk around Jakku or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Um, I've been walking around Jakku with Star Wars Battlefront on my PlayStation. Oh, how are you finding it? I love it. It's great to get in the world there. I love that you can play... Um, a bunch of the different characters, essentially, because I I used to play Rogue Squadron on Nintendo sixty four. I played that one; that was pretty sweet. That was sort of my one of my introductions to the Star Wars world is through my mate who bloody loved it. And um, was is on... your friend's name Wedge? <laughs> uh, his name's Tom. Unfortunately, um, doesn't really fit in with the uh, with the script there. But uh, no, it was. But the, what I was going to say is. There's, uh, there's parts of the new game of Battlefront which are sort of throwbacks. They're little nods to Rogue Squadron. Oh, okay. What, really like. what sort of stuff? Um, flying around Tatooine. That first, the very first like trial thing, like where you test out if you can, if you're good at shooting things and steering planes at the start of the game. I have vague memories of that. Yeah. It's when you go down um, on into the canyons on Tatooine, and we're just like, follow me. Stay close. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's almost exactly the same. And it's great. And, and like the A-Wings flying around and trapping the, the big AT-AT walkers. The A-Wings do that? Yeah, the A-Wings do that. Really? Yep. And you have to fly around them using your, your cord, your toe cord. Cable. I'm a traditionalist, mate. I like <laughs> my coffee hot and my adats tied up by snow speeders. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's A-Wings in the game. A-Wings in the game. Anyway, so I've been enjoying that. That's been great. Have you got it? No, I don't. I make two podcasts. When am I playing video games? <laughs> hey, I've got a lot of shit going on too. You can find time still. 
Yeah, but you're a legitimate part of the media, Kyron. I'm on the outskirts. We're got a we're struggling out here, buddy. You know, like you're in you're on Coruscant. I'm out there in the outer rim. Look at you podcasting while we're driving. You're making most of every t- every minute. Exactly. You're making content. Exactly. Content. I, I interviewed two girls at the baggage. <laughs> I don't have any spare time. Who'd you get on the plane? Who'd you get? Who'd you, who was the big interview on the plane? I didn't get to interview anyone on the plane. The girl had her head against the... She was asleep. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. What are your thoughts and feelings as we're, we're a week out? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited. I don't... I'm doing breakfast radio the day that it comes out. And so I don't feel like I can go to a midnight screening. Oh, so you're going to talk to me and I've seen it and you haven't. Yeah, but it gets worse because <laughs> because uh, my co-host over the summer is Jen Fricker, and she told me today that she's bought tickets to a midnight screening, and so and then she's just gonna she's just gonna be tired and she's just gonna have to get through it, um, and I didn't I didn't feel like I could do that, and then she, now she's doing that. I'm wondering whether I should do that too, but I I think I won't, and then. Um, I'll just go afterwards. I'll just go after the show. And I, just, I, I was thinking today it's going to be tough because now both of you, because I want to get you on the day that the, that the movie comes out, and now both of you will have seen it. And I'll just be sitting there going... Nah, nah. Maybe Jen and me can talk in some wink-wink code. <laughs> Maybe I should just leave the room <laughs> for that bit. Change the channel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go listen to Smooth for a while, and you go... And you guys talk about the new film. Well, I'm concerned about my day because, you know, I'm doing the midnight screening and then I'm doing the mid the 2.30 podcast. Yeah. And I don't know, what time do I have to talk to you? Uh, it'd probably be around 8 o'clock. All right, well, maybe I could have... Some, uh, my... Are you going to stay awake for your media day, for your big media plans that day? Well, I've got to upload the podcast. Yeah. So I, I sort of don't feel like I'll be finished doing everything I have to do because putting up I don't know you sort of think I just have to put up the podcast but there's so it much while, the metadata yeah that metadata but I, I think I'm going to try set it up like set up as much stuff as possible beforehand yep. um, do those sweet after podcast plugs get them pre-recorded yep. I know people will be excited about that and um, day for plugs that day yeah but I just don't think like I don't think I'll be finished like I think I'll get home at about 5.36 Yeah, there's no I'm not going to sleep You're not going to sleep, no So then I'm doing you know You'll be so full of adrenaline anyway Yeah, I know, I know and, and then you're going to have people all over Australia Asking you to talk about it more Yeah, so I'm doing you guys And then I'm going to Studio 10 And then I'm going I think I've got a, a, a couple of Are hours you more hot chilli? I'm, I'm hot chilling. <laughs> yeah, I probably will hot chilli on that day actually It's great um, and Big fans of Hot Chili. Do you know those guys? No. I just love a radio station that's called Hot Chili. There's one in there's one on the Gold Coast called Hot Tomato. That's my favourite. Now I know Dan, he's doing comedy in Melbourne. He's really uh he's a really funny guy. Oh cool. Um and then I'm doing ABC with uh Dave O'Neill. Oh no, I think I no, I'm not. I'm doing Dave the day before now. He changed it. He didn't know what day it opened. <laughs> That's why you need experts like me in the studio. <laughs> yeah, for release dates. It's very hard to come across that. 
That's the one thing that's plastered everywhere. Well, he goes... Because he, he just seemed a bit vague in the emails. And I go, oh, you know I would have seen the film by then. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what? Wait, when's it open? <laughs> but isn't that what he wants? Doesn't he want someone who's seen the film to talk about how good it was or how disappointing it was? I think they want the pre-sizzle. Oh, the sizzle. Yeah. It's we. It's yeah. It's interesting. Some people, they're like, no, we've got to talk to you beforehand. And then some are just like, got to talk to you after. Right. Me, personally, I think you talk to me before and after to get the full scope. You want the full scope, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I've done. Yeah. Or, or this is it. Just a shout out to any major media company. Just, just put me on retainer full time. <laughs> and then I'm there to just punch in and if you've got a special Seinfeld story then bang I'm back can't talk about anything else though retainers in the media industry I don't know which decade you think this is oh I talked to a guy a guy from the Australian came to take a photo of me yesterday and we just started talking like I was just very fascinated with his job because it did seem very old school and he does uh, he is on he's an employee yeah and uh, the Australian the Australia they lose money Every year, year in, year out. What a bastard that guy is. <laughs> and it's his fault. It's his fault. Everything's down to him. He did say that when he retires, he like no one's going to be replacing him. Yeah, yes. The newspaper, in fact. That's, the, that's true of the newspaper. Ah. And when I retire from this podcast, no one's replacing me either. Because podcasting is a dying medium. What's going to happen after, um, after Star Wars? This Force Awakens, are you going to keep going until the next Star Wars is released? Until the Han Solo film comes out? Cliffhanger. It's exciting. I've got a good feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is the start of a, uh, a very fun week of Star Wars. This is my um, very childish... Um, Christmas. It's like my bachelor party week. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. This is your bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Ford's coming to my bucks. <laughs> Who knew that would happen? Is he the stripper? Yes. Yes. I would. Uh, he's got he's an attractive man still. He's got a nice earring. He does, doesn't he? That's odd, isn't it? It's mm. an odd choice he's made there. Yeah. Because yeah, he doesn't have to. He's Indiana Jones. Yeah. He still thinks he is as well with all that flying around and stuff. Do you know if he's flown since he's crashed it? This plane? I don't know if he's flown himself, but he definitely has been well, back. he's here, isn't he? No, but I mean, he's been... I think he has flown. I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did fly. I know very... As soon as he could, he went up in a small aircraft. To get over it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. What are these protesters protesting? Uh... That's the Newtown Social Club. Yeah. Popular venue. Um, so you, you've, is your schedule like um, back to back, minute to minute? Are you sorted over the next sort of until the movie comes out, until the podcasting and the media? No, I've got, I've got, I've got some gaps, buddy. Are your gaps? Yeah, yeah, fill some gaps for us. All right. Well, um, what are we going to go do a podcast? Tell us about the. I, I didn't even know you had a movie podcast. I know you've had quite a few different. Uh, Little pods. What's this one? Give a give a plug, free plug for Kyron Wheatley. Is this the plug bit at the end? Well, this is it's the end of your segment, but oh, okay, yeah. the podcast will continue. <laughs> um, well, spoiler alert is um, well, you don't know because it's new. It's only been out for like um, a month or so, 
and it's a live movie quiz show. Basically, we're going for an Oscar nomination for the best adaption of Spicks and Specs. And uh, we've got some stupid fun games. And this, because it's so close to Star Wars next week on Tuesday, we are theming it Star Wars. And we're speaking to uh, Angus Truscott. The best. Who I believe has been on this podcast. Yes, and he'll, he'll be on it again later in this episode. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so he's been, he's been there. He's also been on a set of a Star Wars movie. It's yeah. not something that many of us can say. No. I've been to a Star Wars movie location. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, but uh, he, he took a trophy from the set, didn't he? Took many trophies. Yes. <laughs> he, he came home a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so why am I... So I'm doing an, an, a... a oh, so week to week, we just, talk, we just talk about movies week to week. Ah, so I'm on a non-live version. You're on a non-live version. Oh, okay. You know about the live non-live. And then, and then on the uh, live version next week, that'll be fun. We tried to get you for that, but you're very busy. <laughs> you're a very busy man. Yeah, nah. The um, <laughs> it, it was a tough. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. And it's I. Yeah. You're busy. You've got lots of life things happening. I know. I'm totally aware. So that's um, spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. It's the name of the show. Uh, we just talk shit about movies. That's all it is. Well, if you're in Sydney, check that out. Is that at Giant Dwarf? Spot on. Giantdwarf.com.au. Okay. This uh, coming Tuesday, the 15th. 15th. Yeah. I was working backwards. Yeah. B- BSW. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're not in Sydney, but you're on the internet, check it out on the iTunes. Podcast page there. Spoiler alert. Thanks for uh, picking us up, Kyron. Hey, that's a, my pleasure. And and thanks for initiating me on my first ever podcast drive, Lord of the Rings trivia. One ring, two of them wrong. Okay, no, no, no. We are here tonight for uh, one trivia, uh, not the ring. It is Star Wars trivia, uh, hosted by myself, Angus, my very BFF, Levens here. Uh, We have a podcast called Hey Fam, and chances are if you like Star Wars, you're going to love that. So uh, why not check it out? But hey, without further ado, we're going to start round one. Now, first of all, Team names, very important. We are very... It's more important than getting any answers right. It's more important because here tonight we have very special guest. Uh, Is anyone a fan of Steel Wars, the podcast? We have in the flesh... Everybody. Everybody loves Steel Saunders. Steel will be guest judge tonight for best team name. and have got Steel Saunders all the way from Melbourne. He came up just for this and not to see Harrison Ford in the flesh. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, show of hands, he's going to see Harry Fordy tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah, we're going to get another mic, so things sound 100% better. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Oh, no, we're going to start. Okay, round one, question one. Guys, this is it. We're going to kick things off. Oh, this is going to be great. Here we go. First question. 
Who has the first bad feeling about this in Return of the Jedi? Who has the first bad feeling about this in Return of the Jedi? Some people are all about who shot first. We're all about who had the bad feeling first. Very casual hours. Very casual hours. Yeah. We're We're keeping very casual hours right now. (laughs) We're in Sydney with our old pal Angus. Welcome back. Uh, Pleasure to be here. Love Star Wars. (laughs) Love you guys. (laughs) I feel like... uh, No, I I love Star Wars. You know, I'm very blessed to be part of Star Wars. Uh, We just went to Angus's trivia night. Yes, host of HeyFam and Greenlight Boys, we did in Sydney tonight, we hosted in uh, Good God Nightclub Star Wars Trivia. And you know what? It had been a couple of years since Good God had called upon my expertise. And we went the time, it was a full house. It was like really, you know, there were people standing up writing answers so, on the side of the wall. And it was kind of what I wanted. How did they call upon your expertise? They... Put a big A, like I don't big know. floodlight against they the did. clouds. It was a Batman scenario, and I was like, oh, I've, I, I, I've grown, I'm too old for this shit. And I was like, no, you got to get back out there. No, it was really funny. Someone who I'd never met was just like, you're literally on an email that has Star Wars trivia on it, and can you come and do it again? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? I'd love to do it again. And, um, you know, we're, we're quite, you know, I'm not saying we're... Mark Ronson and the Beatles or whatever, but me and Levin's are pretty busy, busy guys and we're just like, of course we're going to do it again. We are. We and are. we did it again. And it was a hell of a lot of fun. Sorry. And it was just like a week coming up with questions, coming up with answers. I, I think it went pretty well. And all night I kept looking going, are these good questions? Oh, you had question anxiety, buddy. You were all over the shot trying to validate your questions. What, like... I mean, I have a set of the questions here. We weren't going to them now, but I mean, overall, were they, you know, acceptable for you? They were pretty good. As far as, um, like, I don't know, I think Star Wars, I think for me, yeah. the way you do Star Wars trivia, can it, it's hard. It's hard. Did you know? It, it, like, it, you do- like, no, no, but it's very hard to get the amount of approval I give to your trivial questions. It's hard. Even coming up, I was like... There was a few that I debated. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you debated them. Not the answers, just the questions. Which which question? No, we'll uh, go through the questions. Oh, yeah, no, no. And then we'll work yeah, it out. Yeah, but yeah. let's let's talk where... So, where a day, where the night, is it... Is it okay, it's, no, the night. this is the day. It's the night before we're seeing Harrison Ford. Tonight. No, this is the day of. Fuck. Oh, you're completely right. We're seeing Harrison Ford in about 13, 14 hours. Yeah. Fuck. Get your lips around this. Oh, they're, they're open. No, are you serious? Yeah, put it in. No, you ready? Yeah, of course no, I'm ready. I reckon you are. Well, uh, say it and then maybe I will be. Seven days. <gasps> oh, imagine now. saying that. Imagine. Oh. Now. Oh, we're seven minutes into The Force Awakens. That since I would never think that. I would never have thought. I would never have thought that. Would have you? I... Is it still... It, look, let's be honest. Is it still doing numbers on you? Like, the fact that we're seeing what Luke and Han and... Like, like basically, when I... You know, gr- uh, I accepted the fact I will never know what those Star Wars characters do because the actors have moved on and they've had, you know, in the best... Fr- like, they've had a rocky relationship with George Lucas. And I accepted 
oh, I'm probably never going to see those guys again. Like, yeah, well, I walked out of the cinema in 1983 as a very young boy. How young were you when you saw? I would have been like it's like. Um, was it the first film? First film cinema? I saw. No, I'd seen Star cinema. Wars at cinema. So you saw you saw Star Wars at a cinema? Not at the first run. Because I'd show I mean, it again. Saw it, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I did see it at the cinema, and which was incredible because I'd had, I had the books, like I had a comic, I had a Marvel annual. Are you seeing how this getting them mixed up with the deleted scenes with but, the? But but I still didn't really know. I was still surprised about. I think I was too young to read. I just look sure. at the pictures, and no. so when I saw the film, I was like, oh. Oh, that's what happened. Because the, the, the one thing that sticks in my mind is they had a photo in this Marvel annual and it was in black and white. And back when Marvel had Star Wars for the first time. OG. OG Marvel. And they had this photo of them in the trash compactor, but it was black and white and you couldn't see the walls. So to me, it looked like two men on a trash planet. So right. in my head, I was like, in all white, just yeah, they just they just landed on this entire planet of trash, and you're like, well, is this an environmental piece? Or is yeah, this- and then when I saw it, they were in the, I remember in being a little kid seeing they were in trash and going, oh, that's what I mean. And my other thing that I was totally out of context was I remember seeing the ad on television sure. w- with the escape pod. You know that shot of the escape yeah, pod? Yeah, where they're dropping down R2 and 3PO. No, the one where it takes... Where it's like they've got a camera where the pod took off from and you can... Like the pod sort of jets out away from the camera. Oh, and, and the Imperials are like, no, there's no... Yeah. There, there's no life. No, but there's a shot where it's like... Before that, before the Imperials. Yeah, say, where you can see its yes. engines and yeah, it takes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, And I remember... I saw it in the ad and I thought it was like a giant ship that could fit. A thousand people. Just two droids. Yeah. No life forms. Just chilling. Don't, don't, don't shoot. No point. Why waste You'd it? You'd still shoot it though. I'd, uh, as a good Imperial officer, like, and I'm not an Imperial officer, but I'd be like, like, just for safety. Yeah, it's weird. It's, you wouldn't, I don't think they'd have that sort of restraint in the Iraqi war. No, I don't think I had that, <laughs> but I'd like to think in the Imperial war, in the, you know, the 40 year rule of Sheev Palpatine, I, I would have liked to have think that he was like, I just shoot every... Sheev loved a game of Duck Hunt. Do you think so? You think it was a Nez? (laughs) Like a... Yeah, no. He probably wanted them for himself, didn't he? He didn't want, like, his officers. Do you reckon Sheev... What does Sheev do? No, seriously, what does Sheev do from Revenge of the Sith until Return of the... Like, did he literally sit in chairs? He just, sat, he, like, just, he just sat about and shaved. But did he finally go, this is what I want, and then go... Boring, like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit. Be careful what you wish for, Sheev. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't get what I, oh, got the guy, but he's a bit fucked. Sorry, Anakin, but like, lost a little 50% of his. Anakin Skywalker is the brand new iPhone on the first day. Yep. But you drop it on the sidewalk. He is the crack screen. You're like, <laughs> dude, look what I. <laughs> and, just, uh, uh, no. and I'm like, no, it's still same. No, I just can't. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll screenshot the messages and I'll email them to myself and I'll, I'll read them later. You can get an app so you don't need the home button. It's just here. You, you, here's the dropped iPhone. Like, because there was so, 
30 years of potential or something into this guy. They just chatted. And he can drop high iPhone. And they dropped him first day on the job. Sorry, Ewan. Like, too good. Slice that. If, on, if only they dropped him from someplace, you know, where he had the higher ground. Well, he only wanted the higher ground. Because it's awesome how those first three prequels, it was all about, like, Anakin just time and time again was taught the lesson of you've always got to have the higher ground. And like, he almost... That it shot him in the butt? Yeah. Right at the end, he should have remembered that, no, Qui-Gon taught him in the It was corner. almost frustrating how much they, like, you know, put that... They put that out there. It was like, this has to come I back was like, later no, on. No, yeah, I was like, no, 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 shut up, guys. Like... I know they've said it nine times on yeah. Geonosis, but it's coming back the high ground. Like he's he's on top of, yeah, he's in, he's in the gladiator the gladiator arena. But sure, he said yeah. high ground nineteen times. But yeah. there's a reason. They they pretty much should have changed that episode two's name to Attack of the Foreshadowing. <laughs> Attack of the Foreshadowing and Revenge of the Higher Ground would have been a really <laughs> would have been really good title. But I also would have liked the Phantom Ground. <laughs> I would have. I would, and I hate, you know, everyone, oh, stop stop remaking our movies, George. Would have loved a lot of added scenes in the original trilogy to just higher ground. Just Owen going, I'm thinking of buying, you know, this new plot of land. Oh, what about, oh, it's got higher ground. It's, no, no, he was a cunning warrior and a great friend, but always no, on the lower ground. Starfighter, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't see him. Just took it for granted. I always heard because I was so high above him the whole time. I was always thinking, are you on your knees again, Anakin? Are you doing that little dicky knee sketch? Is that what you're doing? I'm so high above you, Anakin. I can't... I, I'm just... You know, I'm taking it. I'm taking it for granted. He was the Tom Cruise of Jedis. He was. He was the Top Gun. He was <laughs> He was the Maverick. Oh, no. I was talking about how Tom Cruise is very short. Oh, I was talking about how the best fighter pilot in the galaxy. <laughs> but was he? I mean, have we still seen that? I think in Rebels... How he does that sweet U-turn. No, in Rebels. Oh, sorry. You're right. When he did, As Vader. Yeah, yeah, when he comes in and he does like that yeah, U-turn. It's huge. Yeah, that's a big moment. He nails it. Yeah. So, one week to go. What are your... Um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Where are you seeing it at? I'm seeing... So, I have two sessions already booked. IMAX, one of the 20 prints. The 2D, I'm seeing at 6 p.m. Is it IMAX 2D? IMAX is 2D. Oh, wow. Well, the original prints, there's only 20 in the world, apparently. And the original prints from the 70 millimeter brought down to IMAX 20. uh, Sydney has like the only official IMAX in the Southern Hemisphere or something. But unfortunately, I'm not seeing it there for my first screening. I'm seeing it, and it's not a bad thing. I'm seeing it in Fox Studios, where which is beautiful. It's a bit of a uh, Star Wars story myself. Sunrise, sunset, Sun, cats suns. in the cradle in yeah, the silver I'm going back to where I worked on Star Wars, and I have not seen a film there ever. And I've got tickets to see it in their faux IMAX. Oh, uh, VMAX? No, they're calling it IMAX still, but I've... It's still IMAX. Like, I'm seeing it IMAX first screening. Okay. But 
Okay. Because of the extensive research I've done, it's actually not IMAX. Like I've I've gone to IMAX bores and like they have literally sought them out by every continent, every and they're like, no, Sydney ones. Not. It's All just right. a marketing. I'm play. drifting off. I'm drifting off. Because if if people don't know, Angus did work experience on mm. Star Wars Episode Two. Yep. Revenge of the foreshadowing. Yep, the big foreshadowing of the big hugs between good friends and higher ground. <laughs> big movie. And I was like, I don't think you should go with that title. I don't think you should see it at IMAX the first time, so I'm sort of glad. I think you should see it in a traditional I'm it traditionally. cinema presentation. Yep, I'm seeing in Fox Studios originally. Uh, but it's kind of nice. I didn't want to see it there. It's a bit out of my way, but it's also where I worked on it. And it's kind of like this nice... Dad's coming home. How loudly are you going to say, oh, this is where I worked on it the entire time? So, look, the game plan is get there at nine, three hours of that, three hours of, two hours of me signing autographs if I can get away with it. <laughs> just, no. just you and Mick McCollum? Yeah, I was just like, hey, Jay Laguire, hey, have you got a, have you got a spare pen? <laughs> like, I ran out of ink. Don't get me started about Jay Laguire because I emailed them and said, here's why I should host the Harrison Ford event. <laughs> And he was like, literally at the first right I was at, just standing there in the middle of a target at 1am. And I was like, Jay. And I, and I was like, hey, I did work experience on your movie. Just get back to your little play school. Hang out with Big Ted. I'll get hang back, out with Big Harrison. Yeah, get back to your um, water rats hours, you know? Mm. Big water rat. He was a big water rat. Water rats Why did Panaka not come back? Is there a reason? Oh, yeah. Um, Hugh Quashy. Hugh Quashy. Great British actor. Mm. He, oh my God, there's another cat through the window. Oh, wow, it's identical. Oh, no, it's not. It's a bright white cat. Wow. Huge white cat. Huge white cat just walked past. Good sign. Good, good luck. Sign. I think we've got good luck for tomorrow. Yeah, he didn't get offered enough money. And so Why? he just went. No. Which, like, at, like when you're in a, when you're an artist, Angus. Sure. I don't know about this, so this is all new to me. It's very hard to weigh up because at the end of the day, no one needs your art. Right. You what you're saying is you're you are extremely dispensable. Yeah, so it makes it very hard to negotiate fees. How do you do that? Well, we don't know. If if we could do it, we wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I've negotiated three dollars <laughs> off whoever's listening to this. We'd be sitting in a Donald Trump's tower right now just saying, <laughs> who, who today Who today should we have a go at? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he couldn't, he was just like, well, no, I, I just, I just, I you just know, I just co-starred in one of the biggest films of all time. Like he's, he's one of the top eight actors in that film, you would say. You reckon? Well, it's about 19 million. I mean, you got a, the, the Phantom S has a lot of lead characters. He could All right, be let's, a- let's count down. All right, let's, 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 let's see where he falls in. Qui-Gon. All right, one, um, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Anakin, Anakin, Padme. Qui-Gon. You could do, have you done, oh, it's my crazy cat. Have you done Qui-Gon yet? Yeah, I did that. Wait there. Okay, start again. You, we did that first. Did that, so it's Qui-Gon. Okay, I should point out everyone that Sorry. we had a couple beers after the trivia. Look. There's a few questions asked, a few questions answered. So we are we're seeing, we're working out where Hugh Corshi fits in the the scheme of things from the tip of the point from the Phantom Menace. All right. Lead what we think we're we're interpreting leads all the way to the bottom okay. of Mark Hamill's son. That's to me, I'm saying it right now, least beautiful character. What? Nathan Hamill's in Star Wars? Yeah, Nathan's in he is a Naboo guard. 
Is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good trivia. Great trivia. Yeah, no, Nathan Humbles and Abugard. No shit. Yeah. All right, so, Qui-Gon, Liam Neeson. I'm saying number one. Number yeah. one. Uh, miss Obi- you. Miss you. Can I just say miss you? <laughs> like, I miss... Like, one of the best Star Wars characters in a long time. And one of the best trivia team names ever. <laughs> yes. Let Qui-Gons be Qui-Gons was a, a, a very good team to I learned a lot about him and a lot about myself. All right, you're ruining the countdown. Qui-Gon, Liam yep. Neeson, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Done. Ewan McGregor, yep. Natalie Portman, yep. Padme, Padme so slash Queen Armadala, but it still counts as one. Dual role, but number one. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, let's get in that Jake Lloyd. He's doing some good work. Yep. Armored Best. <laughs> yep, We uh, have to say him. We yeah, have to Armored say Best, Jar Jar Binks. Then Ian McDermott. Yep, so we're up to six. I mean, what do you got? Uh, who, what about who Ray Park? What about oh, Ray, Ray Park. Park. He has to get ahead. Ray Park gets ahead. Okay, so that's seven. Who was Shmi again? Um, Shmi, the because you said who it was, that means no, I, no, I, I can't think of it. Threw it off, but Shmi's in there. No. Pen- she has pen- many more lines. Penella August. Penella August, of course. Penella How about August. that? Yeah. Put Penella, that on your trivia sheet. Penella August. That would have right. been, been a good question. That would have been a good question. I wish Penella August is before... Yeah. Before? Yeah, yeah, she would be. Okay, so that's eight. All right. Who is uh, Rick Ollie? Oh, he has Nah, lost Rick no. Ollie, come on. Do you remember when- Oh, this is how you control the pitch. You don't bump Captain Panaka because you know the pitch. Do you remember when Rick Ollie at some stage on, like, spoiler sites are like, oh, this is the new Han Solo? Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember this? Is this even a thing? Do you know? <laughs> Are you aware of this? <laughs> Are you aware of this? <laughs> a bald man with awesome powers sideburns. They were like, oh, there, there's this new captain coming along in... Because I, I read every sport with episode seven. No, no disregard. I was just like, I wanted to know. Like, Have you really? Oh, no. For, sorry, no, episode one. Oh, I, okay. I read every spoiler. I was oh. just like... I want to know everything that's going on because I'm uh, 13 and I have the internet and, you know, it was like a wealth of information and, yeah. And then the next one I got working on, so it was even weirder. But the yeah, first yeah, time... Yeah, we all know what you did. No, we, but the first time it was like, oh, Rick Olay is going to be like, you know, he's going to be this like, new Hans. It's like, no one knows who he is. He's not even in the next movie, you morons. <laughs> like, it was, yeah. Poor Rick. All right, so we're up I'd to like eight. I'd like a Rick spin-off movie. I know we hate saying that, but I'd love a Rick spin-off movie. A Netflix series. But what would Rick do after, the, you know, the Battle of Naboo? Just go, yeah. Yeah. Call it a day, I reckon. Taught that kid everything he knows. <sighs> Gonna go home. Taught him the pitch. <laughs> From the pitch. The pitch with Rick Ollie. You can imagine this. <laughs> it's such a good talk show. Be a great talk show for pilots. Sounds like a reality show. Mm. The pitch. Mm. All right, so we're up to eight. Who can we think? Saboba. I reckon Saboba has way more, even though he's a digital character. No, no, no. You don't think so? No. Last one was Rick Ollie. What about Anthony Daniels? Oh, yeah. 3PO's got a big emotional core in that film. Anakin's built him. All right, so that's nine. So we've got one more to bump him out of the top ten. Who else was in that crazy film? We've said Ian. We've said Ray. We've said we've said a lot of. I'm people. wondering if anyone's listening to this screaming. Someone, <laughs> Kidstar, 
Kidster. Remember the Kidster Boba Fett rumors? They were so good. Oh, worst. They were, they were great. Oh, no, of course. Of course he's Boba Fett because he grew up on Tatooine with oh. Anakin Skywalker. Star Wars babies, yeah. they'll do the same <laughs> for you. I don't think that, you know what? He might be in the top 10. We I need someone to bump him out. Oh, like Lot Dot or... No. Are we doing any trade federations? Because they are big characters. No, come on. Viceroy Gunray. I think Vice... No, Viceroy Gunray actually. New nah. Gunray beats. Big rubber head. Beats him. No. Beats him. Way many lines. But I'm talking about Hollywood. I'm talking about who's getting listed. Like C.O. Bibble. No. Yeah, Oliver Davies is keeping those real bad hours right now. <laughs> And I, 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 I photogenically remembered every character in the, those films. He, he's getting them. A communications blockage could only mean one thing. Invasion. The best line uh, in the film. For me, I'm not sure if it's like you, but if my like internet stops working, <laughs> so, my first thing is, have I paid it, the bill? Has the Trade Federation uh, No, that's way down. I, I'm not sure if... Like, uh, let's yeah. count down the top 10 reasons... Ahead of invasion, that your communications he's work. jumping, isn't he? He's jumping. He's right, jumping. To so, that. Bill, financial, yeah. financial. Fuck. Credit cards changed. Yeah, like, new. Well, that's new credit cards. Is, is that a different? Haven't thing? updated because sometimes you might be like, oh fuck, I haven't updated that. But do you reckon that's the same as the bill? That could be different. The, I think different. Bill might be like you move. No, new address. Well, you know if you've got a new address. Okay, I'm just trying to give you a few bones. Okay. <laughs> No, you can't build, first he- of all. Weather. It could be heavy rain. Sometimes. What are we doing? Wi-Fi? Internet. Internet. Second of all, too many people connecting. You're like, can you just take your iPhone off? Like, mm. giving you a password. Have you, have you ever had that problem? I have. Yeah, yeah, in this house. How many people have you had in the house? Well, I mean, I mean, the, the, the show wasn't about how many people I've had in the house. It was about all right, sometimes. Let's t- all right, <laughs> new game. Top 10 people you've had in the house. George, no. Uh, C.O. Bibble. C.O. Bibble. All of what And you should have seen him, should have seen him freak out me. when I hadn't paid my internet bill. It was me. It was C.O. Bibble. <laughs> it was... Uh, What's his name? The pilot. Rick It's me, C.O. Bibble, Rick New Han Solo. New Han Solo. I was going like, how do you feel about the new Han Solo? He's like, pretty good. You know? Harrison Ford was 27 and young and... <laughs> Had a great head of hair. I'm old, have sideburns. I was like, well, yeah. You'd be like, oh, I can't wait to come back in 30 years when Star Wars A New Hope is... But where is he in episode two? That's when I, I really wanted Rick Lee after the pitch. after Like, I want to know what his and Anakin's relationship was. Surely there was, a, there was one. Is that a comic? Is that a... Hmm. Rick and Annie. Mm. Together at last. All right, so I've got this thing. I bought this at the airport. Are right. you ready? Okay. I'm and I'm ready. worried I've bent the co- oh, I have bent the cover. That's okay. But I feel like if I put it in a frame, this could be okay. No, I think it's still working. We've got a lot of things tonight. We've got the trivia. Oh wow! Oh, the time, the time. So right now, Steel's holding the. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know about it. the Time magazine, and it has R2D2 on it. And there is two covers. There is uh, BB-8 and there is R2-D2. No, now, you got to say... Consciously dis- 
No, but you got to say what the... I just love the title of the article. Oh, the, the title is The Genius of Star Wars. Do you remember years and years when episode one was coming out? When episode one was out and the... Oh, no. Sorry, it was a Vanity Fair. Remember the beautiful original Annie Leibovitz mm. photos on set? And Who everyone, could forget? Well, it's hard. Do you remember there is a... And I cannot find this to this day, but there is... I think it was a shot between Qui-Gon and Ray, our friend Darth Maul fighting and it said Star Wars original original series name was Genesis and this film is going to be Genesis 1. Do you remember reading that ever? Because I've never found it again and I'm like destined In to the Vanity it. Fair? Yeah. And I've said, got that Vanity Fair at home. So do I. And it said Genesis 1 and the, he, George Lucas is like they're all, they're all called Genesis 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Like well, he wanted to call it Genesis. I think it was a biblical thing because you know, he was probably... It was 1999, it was before 9-11. Everyone, Everyone had loved people the Bible. Oh, but anyway. But you have, right now, you're holding in front of me Time Magazine, the newest issue, fresh off the press, and we that's probably the newest incarnation of R2-D2 right now. And, bang. Oh, fuck. Okay, so right now, he literally peeled back <laughs> as I was going, oh, there's only two issues. I should have known Steve would have brought along both issues. So we not only have... R2-D2 and Baby 8. We're looking I'm at the both. About, do you reckon I can take them back and swap them for new ones? Dude, there's a news agent in my street. Just go in there and sweep them. I mean, I'm gonna look, ask. you know what's a big issue with me? And I'm saying it because R2-D2 to me is my favorite character in Star Wars. Really? Oh, 100%. Besides Han Solo, the only sense talker. Like, what no, we can we just from now on just call Han Solo old Ricoli? Ricoli? Yeah, new Ricoli. <laughs> The, the new Ricoli, but I'm just really afraid people are going to forget about R2-D2 because of BB-8. Like, I'm really afraid of that. I'm really afraid people are like, oh, that cute little droid, but I want to see in the movie, this is all I want in The Force Awakens, where R2-D2, within four seconds, just get, you know, he he displays his dominance because I don't want Baby 8 to be like Ronda Rousey. Yeah, no, I'd really like that. I, I, I just don't want Baby 8 to be, be like. very hard to get Baby 8 in an armbar. I'd be like, oh, I'm so cute and all round and have these little like Spider Man things that shoot off according to an app. I just want R2 to come along and be like, literally slap and be like. All right, I've got some questions for you. All right. So, R2D2. According to the trailer, is with Luke Skywalker. Yes, is that a flashback or not? Are we getting our first ever Star Wars flashback? Oh, I hope not. I hope not too. We've done six films about. I'm with you on that camp. I'm with you on that camp. The, the closest we got, and I didn't like it that much. Anakin's dreams. Uh, you, you, shouldn't have, you shouldn't have seen it. You shouldn't. It was implied. It should have been implied. It should be. Yeah, him you should have up. just woke up. Yeah, it was always implied. Everything he had his mother's visions. Everything. It and was- and even like um, Luke's visions on yep. Dagobah. Dagobah. You never about, saw that about them dying in mm. Cloud City. It's, it, you never saw it. And it was it was all the better for it. I really hope. I really hope they're not forced flashbacks oh he 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 was on you know because we know in the trailer we're like we all know that's that has to be luke's okay so my question is if luke is 
like we don't know, but no. it, it seems like he's not going to appear for quite a while into the film. He seems like he's going to be the, you know, for lack of a better word, MacGuffin. I hate all that stuff. I know, but it's the word. It's, you know, it's Hollywood, baby. No. It's Tinseltown. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it seems like Luke might be the MacGuffin for episode seven. Like, where is Luke Skywalker? I mean, that's the pitch. That's that's they're saying. What, who is Luke Skywalker? Well, they're saying who, not where. But if he's with Art, if Artu's with Luke. How is he on the resistance base? Is he on the resistance base? Like, cause I, Have I, you ever seen Luke and 3PO in the same shot in these new films? No, you've seen Luke with no one. No, sorry. Have you ever seen R2 with 3PO in these new films together? Or is that just R? I don't know. Because we've always paired them together. We've always I know, but I've seen... Like, I've seen promotion. Like, I've seen, like, a thermos. Yes, and it's R2, 3PO, and BB-8. Yeah. But is I I mean do we start going oh that's yeah yeah okay well so these are my two questions right sure will we see R two D two and C three PO together I'm really hoping I'm really hoping because they hit each other what like, about this okay will we see Han Solo Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker together I don't think we will I think we're gonna get two out of the three there. Really? Like, obviously, we see Han with Leia. We've seen a beautiful embrace in a trailer. But will do you think Han will find Luke? I think Leia will find Luke. It's what he's wanted from day one. He's wanted a beautiful send-off. He said it forever. He said it forever. You know, we've seen... We've even seen Mark Hamill's growing a beard again. He's in episode eight. Yeah, but like, who finds Luke? Like, 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 it's weird to think that we're not going to really see. Daisy really finds Luke, but we're not going to. F- I think Daisy really finds Luke. I think, I, th- I think there will be no line of dialogue. I think Luke's going to be the money shot of the film. Right at the end, I think it's going to be our classic. His thirty seconds of orchestral, you know, man. I see her giving him his lightsaber that Finn everyone's used. Anakin's lightsaber back to him again. To me, that's the ending. That's the ending, and I'm happy with that. Really? With, yeah. No, I'm happy. I, I don't need Luke in this. Like for me, Luke's my least favorite character in the. Oh, entire. he's my favorite. See, he's my least favorite because he's so boring and so like he's like the the Pepsi light version of his father. I love Anakin Skywalker. I think Anakin Skywalker is a great character. I think he's a guy. He's like. Uh, like he's like and then Luke's just like yes I do what everyone is good yes I rebellion and it's just kind of like I find Luke's a bit ah uh, you know I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it. like Luke has always to me has always been like yeah I'll go do that yeah okay yeah oh you're my sister let's ma-. you know what I mean it's just kind of like, <laughs> you know where I find Anakin far more interesting where it's just like questioning everything constantly Question, like, think about that. He's questioning everything constantly. It's like, well, maybe I'm. Who are the Jedi? Why am I part of them? I think I, I, I really think the writing of Anakin Skywalker gets a lot of, you know, a lot of people miss. There's a lot of subtleties there. I think there's a lot more to Anakin, besides him hearing about Darth Plagueis the Wise, which is 
the best scene for me in, in the entire Star Wars saga. Anakin, he gets a bad rap, but if you get him away from the beach, he loves it. I get the sound away. Seriously, man, the plague is the wise in the opera. It's like Ian McDermott just acting his nuts off. It's like, <laughs> it's such a great scene. It's such a great scene. Like, that is literally such a great scene. It's like, I found that scene, like it was, it was like a window of, what could have been it was kind of like why do you give me this is the first movie yeah like why wasn't already anakin a great jedi i'll tell you what i don't understand about revenge of the sith and it's like hey uh mace um you know the uh the great the chancellor He's actually the biggest prick on the planet he's, he's actually like the the sith lord we're looking for can get him oh is he Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, I'll get I'll get three dudes and we'll go over there and and check that out, man. Like, Sorry. like even the like even like oh yeah, like the whole bit of like you stay here, you go. But he seems to take it. You know, that was reshot later. You know, the original scene was originally Anakin had already committed to him, and this is this is a problem with films. Like, you can dictate what you want to happen after you've shot the film. So originally Anakin by that stage had already, and this is in this amazing book, the how Star Wars conquered the universe and the original scripts. And it's just like, by that stage, he was like, Oh yeah. And then audience is watching like, well, why would he be that? Like he already committed to him. And they, so they wrote it in the whole, the Jedi order comes and then he destroys them. But the original script, and this, is this kind of makes me worried, not worried, but had nothing to do with Padme. It was just like him, Anakin wanting to achieve. Ah, it's it's really interesting. You've got to look into it. I've got the book. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just kind of like Anakin, and it was really mixed up. I and just don't have like, much time to read books. I'm, I'm, I've read a, f- a few chapters of it, but it's on Audible. Yeah, it's on Audible. And I, if you listeners, can download it. Yeah, if you, you want to get it free. It's a really good audio. Seriously, it's such a good book. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan or even a fan of the last 40 years of history, it's such an amazing read. SteelWars.com forward slash free book. And you get a free one with trial. And you can get How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. And you can be as learned It's fantastic. As Angus. Yeah, it's actually one of the better books I've ever read about any Star Wars making of. But... The original script, it had Anakin two scenes before already kneeling down, like giving his allegiance. And there's this huge story behind it. I was just like, no, it doesn't work. We need to make it about this. And No, but even like how Mace Windu just takes it on the... Oh, okay. We'll check that out. But he's like, like, you stay here, Skywalker. Like, why, why would he stay there? He's one No, of but even if he says, you stay here, because he doesn't trust him, but yeah. he just doesn't seem to be like... Mason is a prick, like, let's be honest. No, but he, like, doesn't, but he, he doesn't react to it. Like, it's like saying, hey... um, The water's on at your house. No, Go check it out. Yeah, it's but it's like, just like going to someone like, oh, you know, Obama's... He's the leader of ISIS. It's like... Oh, okay. Well, you stay here and me and three dudes, we're going to check it out. But he doesn't, like, it's not, like, you reckon you just go, what? How do you, like, oh. That's the thing with the prequels and 
they're just like, how do they never detect? I know they're like, oh, the darkness of the, you know, the dark side's always clouding this. But I just don't get it. Like, But that's a different issue. It's like once he's told, he just doesn't seem to young be Young Skull can shocked. stay here and then he will earn my respect. And it's just like, well, I don't know. Like, He kind of just solved the biggest mystery in the galaxy. Because he did. Because, uh, But the, you know what? I, you know what? And I, I really... Revenge of the Sith is probably my second favorite Star Wars movie. After... Ooh. You know it is. It's after Empire Strikes Back. It goes Revenge of the Sith. One thing I don't like is when Anakin discovers that Palpatine is a Sith Lord. He's like he he ignites his saber. He's like I should turn you in, and then he just goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. Don't go anywhere. I'm gonna go get to the Jedi Temple." Probably some guys will come. Like he leaves him there. I was like, how? (laughs) I've always found that weird. He just holds his saber out, and he's like. Come on, join me. But uh, then maybe that's Palpatine being amazing again and just saying like, no, oh. no one will do anything around me. Like, like I am Palpatine and I'm actually like the fucking best. And so everyone will do this around me. But I always found it hard that Anakin's holding his saber to his neck and he's like, I should kill you right now. Nope, you know what? Don't go anywhere for like half an hour. Gonna get like the Jedi's. We're coming back. Trying to do a redo. Do, do you not mind like slicing all of them up and then cutting my master's hand off and just like bl- great okay let's and that's the one thing I find hard that Anakin would be like I'm gonna go and he's like no you know what now I'm saying it it makes perfect sense I'm just going no I'll stay here I'll fuck them up like I've been waiting for years let's do it I've been wait. <laughs> you can tell he's been like I've been waiting to fuck those guys up those stupid petty religious freaks well, it makes sense for him to stay there, but Anakin's reaction is very weird. Anakin's like, I'm going. Hold this thought. I'm out of here. <laughs> You're like, busted. Wait there. Wait, don't go anywhere. I'll be back real soon. And then you see actually shots of him getting in a speeder. Like, that's what I like. That's, that's when George, I think that to me is personally when George's like, oh, you don't need to show him like driving around Coruscant. Like, we know he knows Coruscant. Like, no, but it's true because remember, like Empire Strikes Back was good, right? Oh, it's fantastic. It's probably the best. Film no, I don't know, but I know you're a return the Jedi. No, yeah. but my point is, like, at the end of Empire Strikes Back, yeah, I spent you know twenty years trying to work out, you know, Darth Vader's on Cloud City, yeah, and then he's on a Star Destroyer, and really? I was like. How is that possible? Can I get a scene somewhere? How is that possible? Can someone throw me a bone right now that says... They have transporters in Star Wars. No, don't question it. You need a scene from a character saying, let my Star Destroyer for my arrival. And that's why he's in space and talking to Luke while they're flying by one another. And maybe insert a scene from Return of the Jedi. Sure. Okay. I've heard weirder things. Okay. I'm gonna... Of a shuttle landing. And that'll oh, explain okay. a lot of things to me. Sure. And shuttle landing on which planet now? You want it on Endor. The moon planet. or the? <coughs> no, it lands on the Star Destroyer. But it's like the same shot as the Death Star. Yep. And you just want it. And now you know he's there. This truly is a special edition. It's a special edition. Hey, so, um, I'm dead tired. I gotta go to sleep. 
All right, I'll go to sleep twice in the morning. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and meet BB-8. Yeah, it's going to be wild. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'll be there. No, you won't. Well, what time are you saying? No, I'm going to Channel 10 to meet him. Oh, of course. What time is that? Uh, 10 o'clock, apparently. But I'm yeah. going to get there at 9 to make sure. Good. All right, we'll be awake in similar hours. What time do you wake up? 7 something, 8 something. All right, we'll brew that coffee. Am I sleeping here? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll fetch you. A, I'll fetch you a rag. Oh, you can sleep in Steven's bed. I don't want to sleep in a dude's bed. I know. Yeah, it's weird. Where you're like, what's he doing in that bed? Oh no, I'm fine with that. But I just think for someone to go, hey, there's a dude that just slept in your bed. Yeah, people, people get iffy about that. No, it's true. We are uh, worst episode ever. <laughs> no, I thought I thought our Phantom Menace countdown was great. I thought it was good. I thought the Captain Panaka countdown to one. Hmm. I still don't think he's the best character. So. No one does. Rick Ollie. Oh, the new Han Solo. I just can't wait to get the Rick Ollie Marvel Comics issue about him just like... <coughs> oh. We're a week away from The Force Awakens. Like, we are dire times right now. And I'm feeling ill. All right, you've got to get to bed. I'm going to get you a glass, big glass of water. I'm going to get you a blanket. Thanks, buddy. And we're going to continue this later. And this is going to be huge. All right. Night, night. May night. the force be with you, night, night. May the force be with thy. Night, night. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the first day of the Sydney Fan Event Blog Pod. We'll be back as soon as possible with the next day. And you are in for a real treat. What a day. What a day, you guys. Uh, I am so busy trying to get this content out, trying to make sure that the midnight screening uh, goes successfully and also make sure I get married successfully. I'm very busy, so I would appreciate you guys potting it forward hard over the next week. Share the episodes on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. People have... Star Wars has never been have more attention on it than right now so please get us in the zone and share it with your friends and social media buddies i appreciate it so so much we've got t-shirts in the web store um the uh the luke skywalker tribute uh have you seen him that is up and we've got an iphone app on itunes for the iphone and also the i pad. Oh, and one more thing. If you cannot make it to the Force Awakens premiere podcast, we are doing our best to periscope the whole thing. So, if you're in Australia, you can come out and on the way home, you can watch the fun we're having at Knox. It's uh, totally sold out, so that will be the only way you can get on it. But it's crazy time. Just stay on the feed and check the app, check the feed, check the site because there is going to be multiple episodes a day and if you're not refreshing all the time, you might miss an episode and that would suck. We've just got an episode up with 7.30's Lee Sales. It is absolutely awesome. She is the best and uh, yeah, all, all, all through the week to The Force Awakens and there'll be like radio clips that I'm doing. There's going to be uh, clips from Studio 10 on the Facebook and the website. This is crazy. This is The Force Awakens week. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? May The Force be with you.
the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market